0: With us today is Dick Morris. He was a, uh, a confidant to uh, President Trump. He was a confidant to President Clinton. Uh, he knows uh, uh, the streets of Washington like the back of his hand. Uh, Dick Morris, what the heck is going on in, in Washington? What do you see uh, coming uh, in the future?
1: Well, I think that uh, the conventional wisdom, you know, the, the, the needle, the needle, the needle is moving toward a consensus that Trump is going to win and defeat Biden. Uh, I think that uh, several months ago, people concluded that Trump would win the nomination. But now I think they're increasingly concluding that he's ahead in winning the election. And uh, the issue is what the Democrats are going to do about it. It's pretty clear from at this point that their strategy of Strong criminal cases at Trump is not working and it's not likely to stop him. Uh, All the indictments have done is raise his support level. And uh, I don't think more indictments or even convictions are going to change that. So the move, it's now really the Democrats' move. As things stand now, Trump is going to win the nomination handily and go into the election with a significant lead. And the question is what do the Democrats do in response to that?
0: Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply what do you think I mean uh, what is good you know we heard all kinds of rumors that they're going to make sure that President Biden gets the nomination then he's going to drop out that way the uh, Congress the Democratic Congress and the Democratic Governors Association and DNC make the decision who the nominee is.
1: No, no, that's not true. If he drops out, the Democratic Convention is going to have to make that.
0: Decision. No, after the convention.
1: Yeah, well, I doubt he'd do that because the delegates to the convention are newly elected, and they probably would would want to be uh, named the nominee. I don't. There really isn't a procedure whereby Congress can do that. It's um, it's got to be the convention itself, unless there's a death or something like that. But. Um, I think that there's I think there are really three possibilities right now, um, one which I think is is more most likely but not definite, is that Biden runs in the primaries, wins the primaries, like basically unopposed, and then right before the convention announces that he's not running again, withdraws and releases his delegates, and then a fight breaks out on the floor as to who the Democrats should nominate. And that will result in a candidate being chosen. I think the second most likely one is that Biden uh, is defeated in some of the early primaries by Dean Phillips, the Democrat running against him, who's got a very ingenious platform. He's running and saying, look, I like Joe Biden. I think he's been a very good president, but he can't serve a second term. He obviously is incapable of that. So I'm running as his replacement. And that'll is designed to get a lot of Democrats to vote for him, and I think it'll succeed. Also, Dean Phillips, is, Biden, is not on the ballot in New Hampshire, the first primary. And I think, therefore, he's going to lose the first primary because he's relying on write-ins. And it's very similar to the situation in 1968 where Lyndon Johnson was relying on write-ins, and he lost the New Hampshire primary, or won by small margin, Eugene McCarthy and then 30 days later was forced out of the race that's kind of my second option the third option would be that by that somebody else gets into the race in the next 30 or 40 days it would have to be and qualifies in enough states to be able to run and then defeats Biden in the primaries Uh, I think that's the least likely I think the convention scenario is the most likely
0: understood What else is going on in the political world?
1: Well, the big thing is the war in Israel and uh, the Democrats showing their true colors as pro-Palestinian and anti-Israel. Uh, there's a poll that just said, ask, Jew, ask Jews who they sympathize with more, Palestinians or, Israeli, or Israel. And among Democrats, it was 41 to 34 that they sympathize more with the Palestinians. And I think as that comes out, it's becoming more and more evident to New Yorkers and to Jews that the Democratic Party has become not only not pro-Israel, but overtly anti-Semitic. Um, I think the other thing that's going on is that because of that, Biden is trying to back off from his strong support for Israel and saying, oh, I support you completely, but don't go so far. Don't kill as many people as you are. Don't don't be ruthless to the Palestinians. Pause in your fighting. Let there be negotiations. Let there be a ceasefire. And this has been the strategy of the U.S. government in the Middle East ever since 1947. They usually support Israel at the start of every war. And then they say, oh, we want a ceasefire. We want negotiations. And just when Israel begins to get the upper hand, they call for a ceasefire and end of the war. But Netanyahu isn't buying it this time. He's saying, I'm going to pursue this until it's over, until Hamas is extinguished, and all the mass leaders are dead. And if that takes months, it's gonna take months. And in terms of getting the hostages back, I'll let there be pauses for negotiation and repatriation, but I'm not gonna stop the fighting, I'm not gonna let up the pressure, I'm not gonna let up the blockade. And I think that's probably going to be dominating the next couple of months. I think the more that happens, the more it hurts Biden because people think he's not up to the job. They realize it's a dangerous world. And when they look at this uh, this decrepit octogenarian leading the country, they say to themselves, how can we possibly have a guy like that as our leader?
0: Understood. Well, Dick Morris, uh, you're on uh, every Sunday uh, on WABCradio.com, 770 on yep. your dial. And worldwide, 173 countries on uh, uh, on your iPhone at 77 WABC. What are you going to talk that's about good. today? I mean, it's oh, a long good. way away, but uh, I,
1: well, I'm going uh, to talk, go talk about the shift in American public opinion in favor of Biden. I'm going to talk about the increasing anti-Semitism of uh, the Democratic Party and its political implications.
0: Understood. Look forward to listening to you and uh, uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend.
1: Thank you, Kat. Bye-bye.
0: in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this?